for another show. This is your boy Roddy Perry. You're tuned in to Roddy Perry Live. We're going live once again, Monday, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, the way we do it every week. Man, I can't thank you guys enough for continuing to support this show. The show is going by leaps and bounds. Shouts out to all the radio execs that been peeping my show. Y'all think I don't know about it. I know y'all peeping my show. Hey, y'all, look for Roddy Perry Live to go live on a, a, a broadcast radio network very soon. We got a lot of stuff in the works. Now, to move on, um, uh, shouts out to Bentley, Kyle Evans, and all uh, the family and friends over there at Love That Girl. My episode of Love That Girl aired this past weekend, and, man, it was a really funny uh, episode. Uh, shouts out to the whole cast and the family over there, man. Good folks. Uh, check my calendar, uh, RodneyPerry.com. Go to tour dates, and you'll see when I'll be in your city. Um, uh, thank you to Tom Joyner and the Tom Joyner uh, Fantastic Voyage was out there. Uh, this past weekend, man, I had a wonderful time on board, man. You got to go. I'll be posting the pictures on my Facebook page. So you got to go and see some of these uh, pictures, man. Johnny Vans, Johnny Vans Photography took some amazing shots while on board his ship. So I'll be posting those pictures. Um, again, go to the website, RodneyPerry.com. Uh, no More Mr. Nice Guy Tour is in full effect. Orlando, Florida will be there with you this weekend. Uh, then my improv workshop uh, has their uh, uh, graduation show, and I'm doing something with the um, the, lo- the Viners here in Atlanta. We're doing a show called Vine Live, so uh, keep your ears out for that. Just go to uh, RoddyPerry.com, click on Tour Dates, and you'll get all the information, man. We got a great show for y'all today. Let me tell y'all something. When I was 20, 19, you understand me? One of my guests today, and this dude, was a beast. I mean, he's still a beast. And I can't wait to, 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 for, for, to personally chat with him and to reconnect with him on the show today, Mr. Stephen Russell from the group Troop. Man, let me tell you something. I, I'm going to tell him. I'm going to tell him. I'm gonna, let's do this. I'm going to take a break. And when I come back, we're talking to Stephen Russell, y'all. We're talking to Mr. Spread My Wings. We're talking to a guy that has pinned more hits than you because you're not as good as he is. This guy is incredible. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Roddy Perry. You're tuning to Roddy Perry Live. I tell you what, when we come back, Steven, go be on the live, man. This is crazy. I'm way too excited. I'm sorry. I don't know that. I'm a fan, man. I'm a fan. It's Roddy Perry. You're tuning to Roddy Perry Live. If you're looking for the latest in comedy, news, and entertainment, the only place to go is the Humor Meal. Check out the website, humormealmag.com. Humor Meal, the only place for comedy, news, and entertainment. I see you, Frank. The party ain't over, baby. More Roddy Perry Live when we come back. You don't want to miss it. Hi. You are not going to believe this. I bought Pepsi Next. What's Pepsi Next? It's the new cola from Pepsi. It's got real cola taste, but 60% less sugar. Real cola taste. 60% less sugar? Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Pepsi Next. I know. It's unbelievable. <laughs> but this is the most impressive mm. thing I've ever experienced in my entire life. Oh, definitely. Oh. <laughs> I've never had anything like it. My parents are going to... Yeah, they're going to be so proud. Introducing Pepsi Next. Drink it to believe it. Are you getting this, honey? Going viral. Hey, y'all, this is your boy, Rodney Perry. You're tuning in to Rodney Perry Live. Let me tell y'all something. When these dudes came out with this song, and they was on that roof, and they did a little lean move, 
It was a wrap in my world. You understand me? I began to personally spread my own wings <laughs> and take my life to the next level. So with that, let's start the show off with that song. It's one of the coldest songs. Um, I, I'm just still a fan of this song, man. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, lead singer Stephen Russell with the group Troop. Name of the song is Spread My Wings.
you know, is one of those guys in the music industry. Uh, tell my audience what Chucky Booker was for you personally and then for the group. First of all, um, Chucky's my big brother. Um, he's he's like uh, he's like a prince. He's exactly like Prince. He can play any instrument. Um, he produced our hits. All I do is think of you. Spread my wings. He was my mentor growing up. Um, right out of high school, he took me under his wing. Um, I was the guy out of the group at a young age that was interested in writing and producing. So. Um, Chucky Booker, along with my big bro, Joe LaVert, they took me under their wings and taught me how to produce and write. Chucky, uh, was, he was like a guardian angel to me in my life, to be honest. And he, he, uh, he's the guy who broke troop into the game with his production and his songwriting with um, Spread My Wings. Wow. Hey, you know, we've heard what uh, Steven had to say about Chucky. Let's see what Chucky had to say about you. Listen up. Wow. So all I do is a lot more work. Yeah. All I do spread my wings. Mm-hmm. Great songs. Thank and you. now that I look back and you know, I imagine you not only influenced their music but their look cuz they had the Chucky Booker box. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Steve Russell, he's the, you know, the least one of the least singers from Troop, man. That was like my little brother, man. So Okay. I go pick him up from school, man, you know, and we go <laughs> hang out and you know, so, you know, you kind of, once you start hanging around a lot of people, you start, like, you know, dressing like him, kind of being like him, and, you know, so, yeah, he was like my little brother, man. And got a lot it, of got it. That. A, lot of huh? people, a lot of people have said that, you know, they're like, yeah, Chucky, man, I saw you in this video, you know, you on the beach, man, playing the piano with your little tail in the back. I'm like, nah, bro, that's, that's Steve. <laughs> That's Steve Russell. That's that's not me. Hilarious. <laughs> I get that all the time. Oh my god. Wow. <laughs> is that not crazy, Steve? Hey, listen, man. That is funny because I took Chucky's look, bro. I took the hair, everything. <laughs> <laughs> Did you take it, Steve? Hey, man. Hey, Chucky was one of the biggest influences in my life. You know, I grew up an only child, man. It's me and my mom. And, you know, I was a, a ball of talent just starving to get out. So once I got around Chucky and he was so talented, man, it was just like he was like one of my idols, just like a baby face or Michael Jackson, to be honest, you know. Wow, that's man. man, man. That's, 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 so, that's so awesome, dude, because, you know, especially in a in an era when it's kind of, you know, mentorship is kind of got a black eye because so many people are taking advantage of kids to hear those yes, stories of somebody having a real mentor uh, is awesome. Now, yes. I'm sure you get some of the things we all get when we're not in on people's constant radar. Where uh-huh. have you been? What you been doing? Man, you've been doing it. I mean, <laughs> who haven't you wrote a song for? Who haven't you produced for? Maybe, maybe that's a shorter list. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people that I've missed that I'm still longing to um, work with and write for, but um, I have um, I have been able to accomplish a lot as a writer and producer. I've, I've worked with a lot of people. You know, well, let, let me go. Down, let me go down the list. Let me go down the list of what I what I see. Uh, Keith Sweat, yep. Mario, B2K, yes. Chris yes. Brown. Ruben yes. Stutter. Now, yes. one name on this list, I was like, wait a minute. Uh, Steve, you know how to explain this. Luke? 
Yeah, Luke James is my little brother, bro. Luke James. Get out of here. Yeah, Luke James, uh, he sat out of of all those people that you're mentioning, Luke James was in the room like a student the whole time, never said a word. He was in the studio with us while we were writing those hits, and he was just absorbing, absorbing. And then um, finally when, you know, of course me, he was my buddy, so I was – I'm 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 ready to introduce him into the game. I'm like, you know, I'm working on Ruben Stutter. You know, there's an open slot, so let's let's write a song for Ruben. And that was his first uh, placement with me. To, Why you wanna change me? You remember that? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. That was Luke James wrote that with me as well. Wow, man, yeah. tell me this: what's what's the process for you as, as a writer producer, like? I mean, do do you need to be in the studio with that other person, or do you already kind of have it the creative vision, or is it some type of, some type of synergy? What is it for you? Um, for me personally, it starts off with a vision. Um, when when we know Charlie Wilson is coming to the building, you know, of course Charlie Wilson was like Michael Jackson to me as well. So mm-hmm. I already have Charlie Wilson in my DNA. So immediately, my mind starts to turning on what I would give Charlie today as a fan, what would I want to hear from him, and I just go from there, and that goes for Tyrese, you know, anybody that we work with, I automatically start getting a vision of what I as a fan would want to hear, and that's where I start. Now, with with, uh, with people like, a, a group like LSG, who, you know, is composed, of course, uh, Levert, Sweat, and Gill, but Gerald Levert was very important to you. When you go into the studio with somebody that's got that type of influence already, are you intimidated at all? Uh, when I produced LSG and Joe Levert, I can I was I was intimidated in the sense that this guy has been producing me since I was seventeen. So for him to be behind the microphone. Uh, uh, for me to tell him, no, sing it like this, uh, no, do it like this, that was kind of weird for me and weird for him because I remember after uh, after telling Gerald to do something of my way a couple times, he was like, hey, man, come on, man, I used to produce you, bro. <laughs> He's a phobie, <laughs> though. <laughs> you know, and, you know, I meant to tell you, man, you sound exactly like G on the phone, man. You sound just like him. But anyway, wow. um, um Shoot, you made me forget the question. Uh, what would what would it would it, uh, the question was were you intimidated at all being in the studio with somebody oh. like a Gerald Levert? Yeah, uh, not totally intimidated. Where it was fear, no, but uh, mm. it was a, it was thrilling for me to give my version of LSG of Keith Sweat and Johnny and Joe. It was thrilling for me to give that back to them. But yeah, it's intimidating a little just because you're a fan of somebody. I would say, you know. Not but, only you know, are you not only are you writing and producing for your peers, you know, again, people like Fantasia, uh, Marcus Houston, seven oh two, three L W, Charlie Wilson, Kiki Wyatt, Donnell Jones, but you you're also, you know, making movies, man. I mean you I didn't you've been in my house for decades. Shrek, <laughs> Kung Fu Panda, Shark Tales. You got <laughs> You got soundtracks. You got stuff on the Dream Girl soundtrack, dude. This is you are rich. <laughs> I'm ri- hey, I'm rich in work ethic. <laughs> uh, 
man, talk, you know. Talk, I, talk um, about that. Talk about that, Steve. What what is your work ethic? What what is your what is what are you like, you know, when you're grinding? Um, well, you know, once once I have a focus, you know, I've been fortunate to be around some really talented guys. Um and once once there's a focus and something that, you know, that we're focused on, um, it's just, you know, we go until we finish. You know, I work until my, my part of what's, what's asked of me is finished. You know, I go hard, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a game, and I go for perfection. Um, and I put a lot of love in it. Everything that I do is from my soul, from my inner being. And um, it connects with the universe, and it works. Um, the All of the movie soundtracks, um, all of that stuff is, comes from me being a part of a great production team, the underdogs, with um, a couple of my best friends, Harvey Mason Jr. and Damon Thomas, uh, Tank, Eric Dawkins, um, Tony Dixon, uh, James Fauntleroy. We had a great time making a lot of hits together, man. Wow. Now, now, now let me ask you this, because you, you, you have a sound, you have a vibe, how do you not give away your vibe when you're producing for somebody else? Uh, well, you do give it away, um, but what I've noticed is, like, uh, no, no artist that uh, you ever produce is going to sing the song like the way the person who wrote it is going to do it, especially if that person is also a singer, like, um, the songs that I did with Charlie Wilson, Homeless, Just Can't Live Without You, those records, um, you know, nobody can out-sing Charlie Wilson. But if you hear the demo, they still don't sound like the demo. You know what I mean? Ah, got it. So uh, you actually do give away a piece of your essence, but, you know, the artists that you write and produce for, they have such an essence of their own. They, they, can, make, they can make it themselves, you know. So with me, fortunately, I was able to keep my essence because now that I'm releasing records on my own, I need that essence. You know, I need for people to hear like, oh, shit, that's him. Oh, that does sound familiar. Oh, okay, dang. Okay. You know what I mean? I need that. Hey, hey man, you, you, you've been doing it so long. You're back, which I really hate to say an artist is back because you've been <laughs> working, but we get to hear more. Stephen Russell music. Um, yes. What's what's your? What, I, I got a I got uh, I got a couple here. I got it's the worst, and I got shelter. Yes. Which would you play first? Well, shelter. Um, it's the worst is the B side to shelter. You know, okay. I'm doing it old school. I'm releasing singles with a B side still. Nice. Uh, shelter. Shelter is the single that I'm promoting as my debut single for my upcoming album and um it's the worst is the B side. Just you know just you know, giving giving something of myself extra. But Shelter is the single. That is the record that um I need people to recognize as the birth. And and they can and they can go they can go pick that up right now. Yes, that's on iTunes, um under Stephen Hart's um Stephen Russell, my Russell is my mother's made a name. I didn't know my father growing up. Fortunately, I found my father and his family a few years ago, and my real wow. name is Hart. So I'm adapting my father's name, Hart. Nice. So it's under it's Stephen Hart's on iTunes, and you can find Shelter, and it's the worst. Now, was Mom's mad at that? 
Uh, no, you know, she was she was more happy than me, you know, growing up yeah. with a son, asking about a picture, about a, a dad that she didn't really have too much of a, a relationship with, you know, being a young teenage girl. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she, she had a lot of uh, frustrating times growing up with me, wanting, asking questions that she couldn't answer. So for me to find my father and his family and find my grandfather still alive at 94, who wow. just passed a few months ago, rest in peace. You know, for God to allow me to find these people and I look exactly like them, and uh, it, it, it was just absolutely amazing. So she was she was more happy than me, you know. So for me to dad yeah. my father's name, that makes her proud, you know, because awesome. I'm just like my father, man. I'm like his twin, bro. Man, ain't that so awesome, man? Uh, I had a similar experience in that I didn't grow up with my dad, but I was able to reconnect with him before, you know, we lost him. And, man, it's like it's like <laughs> all those questions you had get answered in one look. Like, oh, one there, look. We, there I go. Yes, <laughs> one look, one glance, man. One glance. Yeah. As soon as I saw my father's face, I had all the answers. Awesome. Hey, y'all, this is Roddy Perry. Tune in to Roddy Perry Live. We're talking to Mr. Stephen Russell. The name of this song is Shelter. Check it out. You can pick it up right now on iTunes.
Roddy Perry, you tuned to the Roddy Perry Live. The name of the song is Shelter. The lead singer on that joint is Mr. Stephen Russell. Hey, hey, you know, I'm listening to the song, Stephen, and I think I've been sheltered for my wife a long time because I bought this house, so I'm, I'm, I'm actually providing her some shelter. Thank you, no question. No question. <laughs> man, man, you, your, your resume is so stellar, man. Um, from from creating songs for other people to the work you're doing for yourself, um, are you excited to get back on the road and, and show people Stephen Russell grown man style? Yeah, you know I am because you know growing up when I was a celebrity and and on top of the charts at 19 and 20 years old, I thought that 44, 43, I thought that was old. Yeah, but I'm 44 years old, man. And, and we was lied to, bro. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> right. I'm, so, young, I'm so young and excited. You know, I'm just as young as my son. So I'm very excited to get back on the road, honestly, and, you know, and, and just be who I am. You know, I sat behind the scenes for a long, long time. And, you know, my goal was always to be a baby face, a Gerald LaVert, and release my own records and produce people and release new records. It was never just to turn my back on the artist side of it because that's what I was first. That's what I dreamed of is making my own music, being like Michael Jackson, you know. So, you know, I'm just hoping that people accept my music and my music makes people feel a certain thing. Um, because I come, I come from music. I was created by music that made you feel. Music that was your medicine when you were sad. You, you could get healing from it. So that's the kind of music that I'm gonna gonna put out. I'm not gonna compromise. I'm not gonna try to be like the Joneses. I'm gonna do exactly the kind of music that I feel in my heart, and I hope that it resonates into a nice solo career. I I, I know. I know you you about to get your solo on. The music is already out there. It's dope as hell. But are we going to see Troop ever on the rooftop again? No question. We're working on the Troop. Um, Our new album is called Deeper Revisited. Um, And we're going to have some songs from our third album, Deeper, um, who because of of politics at the time um, didn't get... A proper exposure, but the fans, mm. so many fans are talking about this Deepa album that we did, you know, actually the first Troop album that I wrote and produced. So we're going to mix that with the five or six new songs that we have, and the album is called um, Deeper Revisited, and that's going to be released in the next two months as well. So we're doing, we're oh, doing a big, man. it's all about Troop. It's all about the whole unit of Troop. Just like New Edition, you know, we got Al Mack. Al, Mr. Al Mack is... Um, solo right now. He's got carte blanche out. Um, 
you know, we're just, we're just doing a whole uh, a move like New Edition. Everybody's doing their projects, and, and we're coming together and, and going to do big tours, you know. I, I love it, man. I think this is a perfect timing, too. Uh, I got a call. Rosalind, you want to talk to Steven? Say hi. You on? Yeah. I can say, hey, Steven. Uh, I, I love I your music. Um, you know, I represent John John now. But that Forever song you guys got out, man, Rodney, have you heard that song? It's off the chain. <laughs> that Forever yeah. song is off the chain. Okay. So I've been Thank pretty you. much pushing that. But um, you guys, yeah. you know, I know what y'all doing, and it's sounding good to me. I want to, you know, see y'all together because you guys belong together. Oh, yeah. We together. We still together. Right. So y'all keep that glue sticking. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yes. Okay. Hey, 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 Steve, right. last question, because I won't hold you all day. Who are the troop groupies now? Is it is it is it young girls? Is they our age? Is they forty something? <laughs> you know who who are the who are the chicks, man? Um, I mean, for me personally, it's uh, it's, it's really not an age limit on who's attracted to me, but as for troop. I would say that uh, I would say that you know I think the people who loved us as you know that grew with us are still the same. Right. You know I don't call them groupies, you know, but the fans oh, I'm who sorry. grew yeah. with us. I'm, are forgive me, ladies. Still. Forgive me, ladies. That's my bad. <laughs> yeah, you know, let me stop you though, Steve. That was the best, most gangster answer in the world. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean I'm attracted to everybody, baby. <laughs> gangster as hell. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, no, but, yeah, I think all of our fans just grew with us. I think we still got the same fans, and I think those Troop fans are starving for what, you know, what we let what we left behind because there wasn't a group to come. You know, when Troop, when we were doing our music, we thought that there was going to be some amazing groups to follow us mm-hmm. and do what we were doing. We didn't realize that we were paving our own way. You know, like, you can name the groups that came behind us, Jodeci, Boys to Men. It's just tons of them jagged edge. Even though they were great groups, none of them were true. And right. we didn't realize that we were paving our own thing. And when Troop left, there was a certain type of entertainment group that left with us. And, um, you know, like, we're in rehearsal three times a week now, um, just getting prepared for Arsenio. You know, we have our Unsung coming out this summer. So we're getting ready to kill it, man. We're getting ready to get back out and do our thing, man. You know. Well, well man, you know I, I can't thank you enough and for coming on. And 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 what I also, you know, I'm a father of five five daughters, and oh, okay. what I know is you got fans in this house because they I can still pull up one of their iPods and hit this song I'm about to play. All I do I is, is again one of those joints that was a a soundtrack. For, for for me and my you know my twenties and um, you know before we go what what was that song for you and the group and um, and and just take me back to those moments man wow man well um, John John you know we we all grew up on the Jacksons man but John John was one of these dudes man that he go through the albums and find songs that nobody ever heard man and those be like the best songs so he used to make me cassettes all the time so he made me a cassette and it had that all I do is think of you on it so I just absolutely fell in love with the song and um, we got a record once we got signed to Atlantic 
me and Chucky, we, you know, we went, I was always at Chucky's house. So, you know, it was one night I was spending the night over there, and we were recording all night. And we redid All I Do Is Think Of You for the first album, and it got rejected. Wow. And um, when it was time to record the second album, um, we recorded it again. And, you know, Chucky really put his thing on the production or whatever, and Sylvia Rome, she went crazy over it. And it actually became the biggest record of our career outside of Spread My Wings. Wow. Hey, y'all, this is Roddy Perry. You're tuning in to Roddy Perry Live. Let me make sure I give you all my man's social media before I, before we uh, sign off, man. Yeah. You, you definitely, yeah. uh, you can check him out on Twitter. He's at Stephen, S-T-E-V-E-N, Russell, R-U-S-E-L, at Stephen Russell. So if you're looking for him and you think you're spelling like his name is spelled, it's a little different, am I right? Yes. It's R-U-S-E-L. R-U-S-E-L, at Stephen Russell. And all the links, all the links to my iTunes music is on my website um, at the themotelmusicmedia.com because what I did was, like, my first album, So Random, when I put that up, it was under Steve Russell. And so my new music is under Stephen Hartz, and they don't have it together. So mm. on my website, you can get all the links to Steve Russell, Stephen Hartz music, um, my SoundCloud, um, SoundCloud is is banging right now, um, and um, for booking, um, publicist at MatthewScent.com, weddings, uh, what have you, family occasions. Yeah, we're doing all. I love it, man. And and the Instagram too. The Instagram he's at Steve of Troop on Instagram. And, again, the website, motelmusicmedia.com. It's one-stop shopping for everything Stephen Russell. Don't get caught up. Make sure you go to the right spot. All right? Yes. yes. Cool. Thank hey, hey man, so Steve, man, I cannot thank you enough for coming on, dude. I'm a huge hey. fan. And, uh, hey, man, I'm awesome, bro. I'm a fan bro. of yours, too. I'm a big fan of yours, too. Hey, I wanted to remind you of something. You don't remember the one night? About three, two years ago, well, I guess three years or so, it was right before you started working on the Monique show. Okay. You were at a, you were at the club. You don't remember us kicking it at the club after the club one night, um, and you was and we were supposed to hook up and do some men. And you were telling. Oh, me I do, I do, yeah, yeah, man. You forgot your boy. Oh man, I'm so <laughs> waxed, Steve. <laughs> hey, but. Let me tell you how consistent I am. Tell him right now, was I, was I not tripping? Yeah, oh, yeah, you, you was tripping. I'm a fan. I'm telling you, man, that's yeah. crazy. It's very nice. Man, we should have been with them. Yeah, man. Uh, like I said, man, you got the same spirit as Joe LaVert, man. That's who you remind me of. That's a genuine good dude, man. And I'm a huge fan, and I appreciate you supporting the music, man. Um, and I would appreciate it if you spend shelter on your show, bro. Oh, consider it done. Consider it done. <laughs> it, that's easy. Hey, y'all, it, 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 you you heard the man. His name is Stephen Russell. Uh, the name of the group is Troop. And, you know, the countless uh, artists and music he's given us over the years, man. Again, Steve, I can't thank you enough. The name of the song is All I Do by the group Troop. I'm going to play that. When I come back, I get to talk to one of my comedy compadres, Mr. Chris Spencer. Y'all stay right there. It's Rodney Perry. You're tuned in to Rodney Perry Live.
foreclosure and divorce okay fifteen hundred dollars a month for preschool i'm like why he's learning french i go he don't know english he's four 
And I'm not sure if I like this little French school, you know, because the French kind of... My son's always, he's already kind of acting weird. I was leaving for the show, I'm like, all right, son, I'll see you later. I turned around here on a beret. He had a wine glass with milk in it. He was like... Au revoir, papa. I said, you can't drink milk this late. You might pee in the bed. He goes, oh, stupid American. I have already peed in my pants. My daughter is totally different. My daughter is a thug. Two years old, diaper sagging. What's up, dad? What are you eating, animal crackers? Like, go to your room. Hey, lower your tone, homie. I'm like, and what's funny is I have to punish my kid differently. Like, my son is, is very, very smart. He's gifted, just like his dad. So he's kind of proper when I talk to him. I'd be like, son, go to your room. If it is thy will, father. Lo, I walk through the shadow of the valley of death. I fear no evil. My daughter, that doesn't work. Go to your room, nigga, please. <laughs> I can pull a gun on my daughter. Go to your room. Is that a 22? <laughs> ah, is that a 20? They still make those daddy. <laughs> Let me see it. Oh my God. Oh. Oh, I'm Plexico. <laughs> Okay, 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 okay. Here, listen, all right, I'm going to go to my room. I'm going to go to my room. I'm a, listen, I'm going to finish watching Dexter. I'm going to go to my room. There you are, so cute. I'm going to go to my room. Hey, y'all, it's Rodney Perry. On the line, one of my friends, y'all, NAACP Image Award winning... Stand-up comedian, producer, actor, all that, host, all of the things in between. He's probably better than you, Chris Spencer. What's up, dog? One <laughs> <laughs> of my favorite, my favorite David Arnold says, uh, "I'm better than you." I'm better. Up, than listen, you have to add uh, your answer machine somewhere to this radio show. It's Rodney Perry. You know, sometimes I just call and hang up just so I can hear that. Is that you? <laughs> Wait, you know, you know where that comes from? It, I it, don't it, know, it, but it, don't it, tell nobody you stole it from somewhere because it's, it's brilliant. No, no, I didn't steal it. Well, Ke- oh. Kev- Kevin Hart. Um, Kevin Hart. Wait, hold on, hold on. Probably. Kevin, 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 Kevin. Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. This Kevin. guy, right, this Kevin Hart. little dark-skinned guy, a little short. Right, Kevin right. Hart. I walked in the room one day. He said, why are you always walking in places like you got theme music? Right, <laughs> he, he just said it, like, on the fly. And I was like, oh, I like really? <laughs> no, I love it. I, you I changed it on my it voice your phone. It's gone. I think you changed it. I, I, I lost it, like, changing phones one time, and, and so I had to redo it. So it ain't the same oh. as it originally oh, was. Okay. I need you to go recapture that. Call Kevin. Call Kevin? Let's <laughs> see how he said it, because it was brilliant. What up, no, Rodney no, Perry? I, What's up, Chris Spencer? Man, first of all, congratulations, NAACP Image Award. Um, man, I, man, I, I can't. I'm, I'm so really proud, man. You know, to Thanks. see somebody that I really know 
walk out with the, with the gold, man, with the trophies. And Thank you, take me back, take me to um, the concept because you guys, you, I mean, you, you've been writing for the BT Awards, BT Hip Hop for for years. Right. Uh-huh. You're working on BT Awards 2011, and you guys come up with this idea. Take right. me, take so, me back there. So they, we wanted to figure out something different. We didn't want to just do another stand-up piece or something that was live. And Jesse Collins was like, "Why don't you guys try to create something that we can pre-shoot and air?" And so while we were thinking, Kevin and I, we started talking about how we laugh. And how our wives watch these damn shows, these housewives of Atlanta, New Jersey, New York, Baghdad, Compton, Kosovo. <laughs> Baghdad? <laughs> Baghdad is a new one. It's just a bomb. And so <laughs> it's blowing up. These are too easy. So You're stupid. Uh, we started talking about, you know, it's sad. We're saying it's sad because we know men who act just like this. Because we mean we know men. We we are like this. We are just as conniving and sneaky and the B word as much as these guys. So right, boom. We're like, listen, let's do it differently. Let's cast real husbands, dudes that we know who are married to famous women, and mm-hmm. you'll be the only one that's not married. And let's make this show. So boom, I you know Boris and JB Smooth and Dwayne Martin were already like friends of ours. So that was just a phone call away. I had just worked with Robin Thicke on the Soul Train Awards, and I, he was so, you know, he, we, I gave him a couple notes, and he was so funny. I was like, dude, right. this will be our, lack of a better word, dark horse. And so we put, <laughs> we put Robin Thicke in the mix, and then boom, it was, you know, it was just, we just went off to the races. Man, man awesome. Um, you guys put in a lot of work over there. Uh, y'all probably have sh- written and shot 12 seasons that we haven't seen yet. Um, you know, I've had a chance to I've had a chance to sit with Kevin's schedule. I know, right? I've had a chance to sit in the in the writers room and just to watch y'all creative process, man. And and you you sit at the helm of that, man. What what's it like to to be, you know, the main guy in the writing room, dude? Well, I'm not really the main guy. I'm just the funniest. Uh, no, I'm joking. Uh, the main guy, I love it. The main guy is actually a guy, Ralph Farquhar, who you know already. But for for those of you out there, he created Moesha, the Parkers. He wrote on and produced on Married with Children. He, I mean, he goes all the way back to Happy Days. He goes back when to Happy Days. Happy when he wow. was the nappy in the Happy Days. <laughs> <laughs> so. He is the general. I get to play Scottie Pippen. I, I you know, nice. I just get the keys. He's, he's running the room, and I'm second in command, basically. Right. That's how old I am. I don't even know no NBA players now to say who the second in command is. I had to go all the way back to '96. You could have hit D Way. You could have hit up D Way. D Way, yeah, okay, D Way. I almost <laughs> said Jamal Wilkes, but I had to think about the audience. <laughs> He's the Reggie. You're 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 the Reggie Fears to his Orlando Wolves. Yes, I'm the Tom Chambers to his Mark Jackson on the Clippers. Wow, now that's a reference. That's a great that's basketball a reference. Yeah. Hey, man, Chris, you've been you've been doing it for so long. Oh uh, my God! Listen, I started you, at the Roots. I had a stint on the Love Boat. Then we went to Operation Petticoat. No, uh, man. 
I'm looking at the late night landscape. Of course, Arsenio right. is back. Um, yeah. so proud is that something? Is that something you will revisit? I think uh, Chris Spencer, late night host at forty something, is, oh, is, is like is what late night needs right now. And that's not a diss yeah. to to anybody that's on the landscape, Absolutely but. Not. Yeah, what, well, what you're saying what, is is that I'm better than all of them. <laughs> see, see how the conversation uh, comes full circle. It uh, all <laughs> comes full circle. Yeah, take, take me uh, back. Take me back to vibe, though, man. I want to hear about you know one. How did that? How did you get that gig? And right. and and then speak to what it was like when it when it was when it wasn't there anymore. Well, so what happened was they had this nationwide search looking for this new urban host after that void, after, after Arsenio left and they felt that void needed to be filled. So they scoured the country, comedians and actors, and, and, and also, you know, hosts to see who would be best. And um, they kept calling for me, and I kept saying, no, I'm an actor. I, I act. I am taking acting classes. I am on, I am on the Wayans Brothers. I, I've done things. <laughs> so I didn't want to be a host. And then Quincy Jones was like, you know, I, I got to meet this guy who keeps saying no to me. And then, uh, you know, finally, Jamie Masada from the Laugh Factory hooked us up. And he was like, so you the MF that don't want to meet me? I was like, oh, hi, it's Jones. So right. had, we had to go through like a, a, a process of where we did some test shows, and I was better than everyone. And they bought, I don't say I was better than everyone, but I, I, I got the job. And then there was Chris Spencer. This is what we want. We know what he does. And then as soon as I got the show, they tried to change all of that. And then oh. so what happens is they buy one thing, and then they want to change you into something else. And then when Keenan came out, they felt the competition. So they're like, listen, uh, we really got to change him to what we, can, what, we, what we need him to do, or we're going to have to go somewhere else, which I didn't know, of course. But... You know, wow. As the ratings started to go down, they said, you know what, look at the landscape of these guys. These guys are in their 40s. This kid's only 29. You know, they're talking about Le Because this is before Kimmel's and Conan. This is just Letterman and Leno. And they're like, we need to get somebody of that age. Boom. And, they went, and it's, although Sinbad is not as old as them, they went and got right. an older host, thinking that's what, the, uh, that's what was missing. But the problem with the show was you have a show named Vibe with a, a, a magazine that dealt with, you know, Urban America, and Urban America doesn't just mean black, but they were yeah. too worried about too many audiences and being too black. You know, like, mm. we can't we can't have that person on. Why not? Because what about the little old white lady in Idaho? Well, she, she's not gonna know who that is. It's like this isn't for her. It's not for her. Yeah, it's not for. And so when you're that young in the business, you know you have to be able to say no. Like how I got the job from saying no. I should have been at the, at, the level where, at, the, at the level in my career where I could say, no, I don't want that guest. No, I don't want this joke. No, I'm not going to do that cooking bit with these, you know, these, these Mexican, you know, nymphomaniacs. You know they always do those little, <laughs> right, right, right. Goofs. Yeah, I don't want to do that. I, no, no, no. But I'm just, like, happy to be on TV, and uh, I didn't have that power. And as I started to go, hey... They, I, I know, I don't, I don't have to do this. They were like, good. And then, boom, canceled. I mean, I didn't cancel this when they replaced me with Sinbad. Man, you, 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 you've done it as a host. Uh, <laughs> countless acting credits. You know, I, I be forgetting all of your stuff that you've done. Because Listen, I'm I forgot that TV. you just played. 
You forgot the joke. I'm a, I'm a that's a great tonight. joke. I was like, that, that's a, that's a, I, can, I can fix that. That's a great joke, right? Um, yeah. What's your passion, man? I mean, I mean, you become the consummate writer, um, but what's your passion in this game, dude? You know, no matter where my life uh, goes, I, I will never ever forgive forget the, that stage, the stage, the stage. Like you said, you just gotta get. You wanna? I, I would. I, I wanna, I'm gonna die. You know, telling jokes. You know what yeah. I mean? Movies are great. The TV is great. Hosting is great. But all of that came. This 27,000-square-foot house that I'm in right now all came Wait, how big is it? I'm sorry. I'm talking about the block. Well, my house, <laughs> 27,000-square-foot block, came from telling jokes. Hilarious. So, uh, you know, I'm always going to be on that stage, man. Always going to be on that stage. Hello, I'm here. What did I do with my last five hours? Let's see. I was a dietitian, a housekeeper, a pediatrician. Yeah, that was a third degree boo-boo. A housekeeper, a sanitation engineer, a housekeeper. Good thing I have five-hour energy to keep me going. Please welcome Chris Spencer! I was a jealous husband until my wife had to change her drawers after meeting Barack Obama. Um, it was Christmas last year, and so good, some good friends of ours, Ali and Michael Stevens, invited us to the White House. Don't clap. I'm, I'm sure you guys have all been. They invite everybody. And so we're standing in this long line to go take pictures with him and the First Lady. So we're standing in this line, and the President looks at me and goes, hey, you two, come. Yeah, you, you two, come. So now we step out of line, and we start walking to the front. Now, mind you, this line is huge. There's all kinds of senators and foreign dignitaries and angry, rich, white people that are going, why does he get to go to the front? <laughs> so as I'm walking, this African lady comes up, excuse me, who are you? <laughs> I got a little nervous. I didn't know what to say. I was like, um, I'm Rodney King, <laughs> and this is my wife, Coretta Scott King. <laughs> oh, Okay. We walk to the front, and my wife now is starting to hyperventilate. Oh, my God, he is so handsome. I'm like, calm down. He ain't better looking than me, okay? I said, oh, my God. So we get to meet the president. She shakes his hand, and all of a sudden, she starts crying. I'm like, okay, this is too much. She starts crying. As a good husband, I open my arms to console her. He opens his arms to console her. She looks at me and goes into his arms. Now... There's a lot of emotion going on with me right now, okay? I'm going, okay, he's the leader of the free world. I'm the leader of a bad mortgage. <laughs> so then I look at him, and he's looking at me while he's rubbing my wife's back. <laughs> just very innocently, just rubbing her back. And he looks at me as if to say, don't be mad. 
I kind of have this effect on these hoes. Now, he didn't say that. He didn't say that. Don't, I don't put words in the... He said it. He said it. And he said it well. Ladies and gentlemen, you're the best. You might be the best storyteller of our time, dog. I might be the best what? Storyteller. Me? You disagree? The best storyteller of all time? Of our time, like our generation. You think I tell this story? You just tell an story. I'm, dude, like, like you're one of those people when when you start to tell a story, you just kind of nestle in and go, okay, this gonna be good. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> wow! Like, I am blushing. Yeah. That, that's very Thank true, you, man. Man, I'm 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 such a fan fan of your work, man, and I, I love more than anything your evolution and your stick to itiveness. Um, what That's a word, everybody. It? That's a word, everybody. I just want you to know. That, that is, is a word. word. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know we all go through the ups and downs in this business. Um, yeah. uh, I know what it's like to be on TV and then all of a sudden not be. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. what good. was it in Chris Spencer that said, hey, man, let's just keep going. Let's keep banging up this road. What else am I going to do? Am I going to go work at the post office? Uh, no. Nope. I don't like walking. I don't like walking. Am I going to go back to school to become a, to go to grad school? No, I don't like school. I figure I need to stay somewhere in Hollywood until whatever's supposed to happen will happen. I might not become Eddie Murphy, but then I might become Larry David. You know right. what I mean? Or I might become Steve Harvey. Like, there's so many different levels of success in this business. So I just knew that I had to stay around in this business and whatever's supposed to happen is going to happen uh now now you add to your list of illustrious credits a uh, club owner which you know yeah. i know you've been creating some great rooms over the years that probably right. made other people tons of money and now thousands, uh thousands you you are you're on a tell me about inside jokes man inside jokes was the vision actually of my partner Jeru Tillman, who we you know who created uh, uh, Trippin' on Tuesdays, which used to be Fat Tuesdays, which used to be Gangster Tuesdays when it was <laughs> used to when be it, before Chocolate uh, Thursdays. Before it was Gimme Five uh, Tuesdays. So <laughs> we, you know it's it's always been those Negro nights, right? You know depending on whatever words we Alley Five Thousand Tuesdays. Coming up May first, you know what I mean. So it was right, whatever right, the right. whatever the hip black saying was then, you know. Then it became a club. So we were like, you know what? We're tired of just doing nights. You know what I mean? We're not getting any of the liquor. The liquor. We're looking at this. You know, we're looking at our little ticket sales and yeah. And we're looking at um, you know how we have to actually paper the room, which means we have to give away a lot of free tickets. Which the club and I'm like, the club owners don't care because we're taking the door and we're taking the hit. But he is getting all of the alcohol and the food. Mm-hmm. That's where the money is. The alcohol and the food. Food it costs ten dollars to get in, but the seven up is eighteen dollars. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, <laughs> right. wait a minute, <laughs> we need to start getting some eighteen dollars seven up money. So then uh, he uh, was in business with the guy who owned the building, which was actually the Man's Chinese Theater in Hollywood. You know, which is you know of course a well-known landmark, and uh, I don't know if anybody's been there, but there's a multiplex theater 
uh, on that uh, in, on that I guess the word is campus of Hollywood and Highland, and we took a theater as you've seen. We took out a couple of rows, put in some VIP seating, created a stage, and voila, Inside Jokes was born. Wow! And now awesome. it's you know from every, Kevin, Mike Epps, yourself, everybody's been there, so. We're doing, well, we're doing you, you, you're a lying sack of shit because I haven't been there yet, but I'm coming. No, I'm sorry. I thought this was Ryan. I'm tripping. Hilarious. Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I'll actually be in L.A. next week, and that's it's on my agenda. If I don't do nothing else, I will be on that stage before week's end. Okay, good. I'll t- don't tell ends. I will not. I, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Rodney. You can't do right. this. Listen, you were born on this stage. Yeah. Man, what's next, Chris? Man, you got the you got the NAACP Image Award. It's easy right. to go sit down somewhere and rest on your lawn. No what's stuff. next? So I got I got two films with Kevin that we're doing. One over at Universal, which I don't know if you saw in the news, that he and LeBron are brothers, and they basically. Uh, you know, Kevin and them have this bet where LeBron, Kevin has to win his uh, a championship at LeBron's fantasy basketball camp that he does every year. So that's one. Then I'm doing another one with Reggie Hudlin. And I'm just constantly, I'm just writing, man. I'm writing, 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 writing. You know, I learned a long time ago from the Wayans, you know. They were like, listen, if you want to start playing some of these roles that you're auditioning for, why don't you right. create them? Why don't you wow. create them? And, you know, they're the kings of creating their own destiny. So, you know, I just took heed and started doing that. So, yeah. Hey, any any of you young comics that are listening to this, man, that he just gave you the words of wisdom, man. Hey, Chris, man, I can't thank you enough for coming on, bro. I really appreciate it, man, and congratulations oh, once on. again. Thank you, man. I'm trying to win. How's how's them babies? Well, you know, you know, I got I got babies that ain't babies no more. <laughs> no, I just saw Harry's daughter. Uh, all Sage. Harry's kids are all Harry's kids are younger than mine. Let me help you put it in perspective. Are you I have a twenty-five-year. Like Harry is currently dating a girl that's younger than my child. <laughs> wow, <laughs> which is irony. Wow, that's crazy, right? That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Hey, this is what you could do for me. Tell Kevin Hart I want uh-huh. my friends back. He has he systematically all stolen all of my friends. Yeah, he got he Jody. He got J Dub, he's got Harry, and, and I'm pretty sure I knew you first. <laughs> right, you did. And as a matter of fact, he has a deal with David Arnold, so when you come to LA, you might not know where to stay. Hilarious! <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Hey, dude. Hey, man. I can't thank yes, you sir. enough for coming on, man. Great. Great to see you. And um, the thing you and Anthony did here in Atlanta was bananas. Everybody's oh, still talking God. about it. Matter of fact, we're coming back. We're coming back. Uh, Eat, Drink, Laugh, Atlanta's coming back. Uh, I'm not sure the date. We think maybe July. I'm not quite sure. But also, I will be there uh, April 3rd through the 7th. Anthony's hosting the United Negro College Fund Awards. And, of course, I'm the head writer. So we'll be playing golf. And uh, we're going to have a brunch at Magic City. And, a brunch? Uh, <laughs> we're going to be selling lobster to the crabs. And, uh, <laughs> brilliant. Oh, wait, I had to give you my social media. Instagram. Oh. It's cspencer32. cspencer32. And Twitter is the Chris Spencer. T H E Chris Spencer. 
You heard the man. He's at the Chris Spencer on Twitter. Also, my the older Chris fans, Spencer. Black Planet. Chris Spencer at Black. <laughs> also, <laughs> also the Chris Spencer on Facebook and C yes. Spencer thirty two. Was that your number? Like when you play basketball or something? Yes, yes. To, to my friends in prison, and also doing um, who got their own record label out of their trunk. My MySpace is still Chris Spencer. <laughs> and you know what? It's still there, too. Don't think it's gone. No, I'm telling you, it's the dudes who still got their own record label and the dudes in jail still on MySpace. Hilarious. Hey, man, thanks again for coming on. Hey, y'all, this is Rodney Perry. You tune in to Rodney Perry Live. That's our show for the day. Thank you to Chris Spencer. Thank you to man Stephen Russell. Spread my wings. Troop fame. Man, it's been a great show today. Y'all keep it's grinding. And, and just that's don't where, give up. Goes, that's where it goes. Don't right give there. up. If you if you if you don't quit, you can you can fucking make it. That's all I got. Yeah, Y'all be good. True. If you I'm ain't out. crying, you ain't trying. <laughs> well,